You're listening to Ask Dr. E, where Dr. Michael Easley answers your biblical or theological questions in 10 minutes or less. Today's question, as I would summarize it, is, but can women be deacons? So this is the question that came in from Robert. After listening to your episode on women in pastoral leadership, which we will include in the show notes... I was wondering if you could answer another question from the same passage. Scripture seems a little unclear on the service position of a deacon, at least compared to the office of an overseer slash elder. So were deacons an actual office in the first church, or were they simply servants or volunteers as the word denotes? Does verse 11, which I don't even know where we are, so you'll have to tell us, does verse 11 actually mean women instead of their wives? If it does mean their wives, why would elders' wives not have any parameters also? Okay, let's take this a little at a time. Okay. Scripture seems a little unclear on the service position of deacon. Okay. To that, I would say yes and no. Scripture is very clear. We look at Scripture with an idea of what a deacon is, And we say, oh, what does a deacon do? Scripture is very clear. Maybe how we understand the use is not clear. Number one, churches and leaders that I know have very different views on this. Of course. I have friends that permit deaconesses and some who don't. Secondly, Acts chapter 6, which is sort of the seminal study on the beginning of the office of deacons. This is when the Hellenistic Jews, the Greek-speaking Jewish women, are not being served. We've got this huge body of Christ now. The church has been born. There's thousands of people, Mm -hmm. and the widows in particular are being cared for by the community. And it seems as though we might think of like a lower class citizen. They're not being looked Mm -hmm. after. Mm -hmm. And they complain. It's the first real problem in the book of Acts in the early church. And so the apostles come to them and they say, you need to appoint uh, faithful men mm-hmm. to serve these people. Mm-hmm. And we, the elders, the Presbyteros and apostles, we are going to devote ourselves to teaching, to prayer, to so forth. And so that is often appealed to as the, the beginning of the office of deacon. I disagree. Hmm. There's nothing in that passage that says they're deacons. In fact, Stephen is the first one who's stoned to death. His sermon would rival any pastor or elder. So we often differentiate deacons can do everything an elder can do, but they're not necessarily teachers, and there's some reasons for that. But just because they handpick faithful men does not mean that was the establishment. So the, the word uh, deacon is not in Acts nope. 6. It's just a, nope. li- it's a lens we put on top of Acts 6 from yep. other Pauline, I'm guessing, passages. Yep. Well, we're okay. going to get to that word, and you're exactly right. Third, the first time the word deacon occurs, Philippians 1.1. And oh. that's where Paul addresses the believers in Philippi to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi, including overseers and and deacons. deacons. First time it's recognized as an office. So if you look at the timeline, we're quite a bit of ways into the New Testament before Uh he ever uses the term deacon to talk about an office. Let me clarify this to say the word we're going to talk about, which is diakonos or different variants, diakonon, that word servant, serving, attitude, office, etc. only three times in the New Testament is it specifically an office. The other 26 times is generic of a servant or one who serves or one who ministers, not an okay. office. So back to, to How Robert. do you know it's an off, those three times it is an office? Like well, is it because of the way it's, exactly it's the paired way it, with something else? or why, 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 well, I saw this Philippians 1, one the way it's used. Got it, got it. Okay, deacons. yeah, yeah. Or are we talking about the office of deacon in First okay. Timothy two times? So now we have, back to his question, 
Scripture seems a little unclear. No, the three times specifically in office are very clear. Mm. The other 26 times where it might leak into is this talking about a deacon. Mm -hmm. That is really not as hard an exercise as we might think. So let's go back to verse 11 he's talking about is in in 1 Timothy. Let me set that up. 1 Timothy 3, we have very clear language about men of dignity. Okay. Chapter 3, verse 11, it reads, women likewise. Yep. So what Robert and many are asking and some tied to is, oh, so it's a deacon, women, parentheses, deacons. But you have to read all three verses. Chapter 3, verse 12 says, deacons must be husbands of one wife. Mm-hmm. So I have a problem just in the flow of Paul's writing in 1 Timothy 3 from verses 10, 11, 12, and 13 to inject there that he's talking about the office of deaconess completely breaks the argument and the flow, not to mention the deacons are husbands of one wife, which is the same characteristic of an elder mm-hmm. is a husband of one wife. doesn't say husband or wife of one wife or husband. Mm-hmm. And so my egalitarian friends or those who work real hard to take the word in Greek on air, man or husband, to hijack that word and say like brothers and sisters, you can't do that in this text unless you want to do damage to the text, not what the Bible says. So in chapter three of Timothy, where we have some of the most precise language about this office of deacons, and then if you take Titus yeah. and all the pastoral epistles that talk about qualifications that put them together. And by the way, we could put that list on the show notes. It's a one-page list. The one standout is the ability or apt to teach. Mm-hmm. The qualifications for or characteristics for deacon are less. The qualifications or characteristics for elders are more, but the big standout is able to teach. That one is not used in referring to the office of deacons, hmm. which takes me back to Act 6. Okay. They were able to teach. The elders. Well, the ones that are picked in Acts 6 to deal with the problem. Stephen and others. Stephen was chosen to be a... Faithful, available, teachable leader. Not deacon because it wasn't used, but yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So that's another one of these. This is what we're doing right now is theology. Right. How are these things used in the context in which we read them? Right. And then how do we apply them? Now, the coup de grace is Romans 16, verse 1, and that's Phoebe. Yeah. Paul writes, I commend to you our sister Phoebe, who is a servant of the church, which is in Centuria. Now, servant right there is the word diakonon. Okay. But again, I just told you that word is used 26, 26 times, times besides the, the other office. three for office. Yeah. And so long time ago, I did a word study. Every time the word diakonos, diakona, all the variants were used. And you know what stands out to me is Mark chapter 10, verses 43 and 45. Jesus says, it is not this way among you. Whoever wishes to become great shall be your servant. Same exact term. Whoever wishes to be first among you shall be slave of all. For the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve. Same exact word. And to Diakonos. give his life a ransom for many. Wow. So Jesus if I'm going to take diakonos or diakonon <laughs> and codify that, it's always meaning the office of deacon. I got lots of trouble. Yeah. Because it's used generically as ministry or a person who Serving. serves, yeah. not an office. Yeah. So where we get in trouble, and, you know, let's just, I mean, 
people know me well enough to know I'm not going to dance around this, but the culture pushes us and egalitarian has pushed the church so far and we accommodate. I don't think it's sin or wrong to have deaconesses. I just don't think you can really leverage these passages to say there is an office of deaconess. Mm -hmm. Does that mean women don't serve the church? Of course not. Some of the, you know, the most incredible people that minister among the church are women. Mm -hmm. Do they need the title deacon to do that service role? I don't think so. People that teach serve. People mm-hmm. that work with kids serve. Mm-hmm. People that run audiovisual or security or you name it, they're serving. Right. Do we call them deacons? Now, we hope they're growing spiritually. We hope they're maturing as a Christian. But this label gets us into trouble, I think, more times than not. I know churches are all over the spectrum on this, but would you say, like, typically, deacon, if there's an office or a role, called deacon at a church, deacon or deaconess. It's like taking care of the body. They're doing hospital visits, like that kind of, or is it just literally all over the map, even what a deacon does? The churches that you grew up in, (laughs) that I've been involved with, they all have completely different perspectives on it. But I don't even know if I've been in a church where there have been deacons. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's very telling. <laughs> I guess probably. You don't Ma- even know. Manual, they're probably were Manual had a huge board of deacons, but. But what did they do? It was complicated <laughs> because the way the documents were, that was a G-A-R-B church that became a Bible church. Right. And so they had a lot of ecclesiology that was very complex and very long. That was that culture. And so the deacons were other duties as assigned by the elders, basically. Okay. Now, they did grounds. They did the finances and the business aspects of things. Were they like, because com- I know you had committees at Emmanuel. Yeah. They were like hiring committee and there could be an elder on it. There could be a, just a church Wait, member that's on it. There it was be- a I mean, very large church at the time and we had uh, work to having councils. So I think we had eight councils and the idea was you had an elder, a pastor, and a deacon, at least one of those over each council. Mm-hmm. So like the worship council had a worship pastor he had a couple of elders and he had a couple of deacons, the student council. And then would there also be lay people in it? We were working toward that. Got it. Some of the councils, that was the ultimate aim, but it was, you know, that church was, it still remains a complicated church. It's not bad. They're just very contingency oriented. What about this? What about that? Yeah. The healthiest councils and the healthy, like the adult Bible ministries, they had elders and pastors and deacons and then we were encouraging that council to have key lay people involved with helping you. If you're teaching adult materials, what curriculum do you need? What support do you need? What if someone's in the hospital in those large Sunday school classes? So different churches do it differently. My Baptist friends will differentiate. You have a pastor and deacon. They don't Mm. talk about elders. Elders? If they talk about it at all, that's the pastor. Weird. And so they have a board of deacons that runs the whole thing. Other churches have business people their deacons and there would be the finances and the grounds and the hiring and firing and HR. So it varies tremendously. If we go back to the scripture, novel idea, and look at the qualifications, and I sometimes like to look at them as characteristics versus qualifying, because mm. like, oh, he's disqualified because he's not hospitable. It's a list of characteristics. Is this person growing in the Lord, an example to the flock? Are they shepherding people? Yeah. Are, are they willing to take in a difficult person? Will they go visit the sick? Is that who they are? And, and yeah. we, had, we had the 
the attitude at Emmanuel and the church that I, I'm a part of now, Stonebridge, that we're looking for people that are already doing this. We're not trying yeah. to say, okay, you need to do these do things. Do all these things, yeah. There's a mature level, and, and it's a small percentage of people that want to serve in this capacity. But this will forever be a gray area in local Bible teaching churches, how they handle these two offices. And I, I think we've done a great disservice to a lot of deacons because we make them a deacon, and then there's a lack of clarity or specificity on their role. Mm -hmm. Where an elder, we tend to be a little more precise. You should have a small group. You should be pursuing men, if mm -hmm. you know what, uh, working with couples. And again, now there are churches I'm sure that have robust deacon ministries. But back to the Robert's question, I don't, I don't think it's horrible or wrong. I just think it's moving way beyond. What the text tells us, the text is actually pretty precise, pretty clear, and pretty limiting. And the phrase, likewise women, in chapter 3 of Timothy, just means to me, this is the way men are working with other men. Women, this is the way you work with other women. Mm -hmm. And you're to teach the younger women also. Mm -hmm. And and I, I think you could also easily put younger people in their children's ministries and so forth that women should oversee and shepherd and teach those people how to live the Christian life. Okay. Well, if you've got a question for Ask Dr. E, call us, text us, email us. Ask Dr. E is part of the Michael Easley in Context ministry. You can find more shows and biblical resources at michaelincontext.com. Ask Dr. E is produced by me, Hannah Seymour, mixed and mastered by Sonomorphic, and music composed by Jason Germain. 